0: This to Totally Pro League, this is Hockey. Oh, a fantastic There's a the deflection shot, here's the keeper. Play way gone. there's a shot, goes goal for Nance. And welcome to Totally Pro League. As you can hear, things are a little bit croaky here this week at Totally Pro League. I'm John Lee. Nearly 100% your host, but not quite. It's going to be a very short show tonight, folks. Uh, apologies for that. It's been a very interesting week. Uh, so we'll keep it short and sharp tonight and, uh, back next week. Hopefully big and bright and bold, just like the Pro League. Uh, so let's go back, shall we? Let's go back to last week, as it turned out. Uh, back to the 22nd of May and we had a double header at the, uh, Krefeld Hockey and Tennis Centre in Krefeld and it was uh Germany taking on Argentina in that double headed it was the men that got things underway sorry it was the women that got things underway at 6.30pm local time and uh well an intriguing game um, and one Germany will feel that they, they probably didn't get the most out of it that they deserved but Argentina quality side and they just can do things when they may need to do them um, it was 1-0 to Germany all the way through until the final five minutes of the game thanks uh, to a goal in the 33rd minute from uh, number 12 Charlotte Stappenhorst and then uh, the Argentinians just revved it up in that last few minutes a goal in the 55th minute to uh, number 32 Valentina Costa and then in the 60th minute a goal to number 25 it was Salvina de Ilia uh, both penalty corner goals and a fascinating game I perhaps didn't really crank up to the end there but uh, one Germany no doubt will feel they let slip and one Argentina will be happy to bank uh, then we got on to the uh, the men's game a little bit later that was at 9pm twenty one hundred nine 9pm sounds fairly late for a hockey match but nonetheless Germany and Argentina and the men got underway there at the Krefelder Hockey and Tennis Club and uh wow 3 all at full time uh, quite an amazing game Germany opened the scoring in the 5th minute thanks to number 12 uh Tim Hersbusch Hersbusch uh that was from a penalty stroke uh that took until the 33rd minute for Germany to add their second uh the laughter leading 1-0 at quarter time and that came courtesy of a penalty corner to number 6 Martin Hainer. who else and Argentina hit back a goal uh, just following the German goal to bring it back to 2-1 in the 33rd minute again a penalty corner number 13 responsible Leandro Tolini and then Argentina 10 minutes later just before three quarter time slotted a field goal through number 16 Ignacio Ortiz and uh Went to the last quarter, locked at 2-all. Uh, Argentina looked like they're on the way to uh, winning that game in the 48th minute. when a field goal to number 26. Put them a goal ahead. It was Augustin Mazzilli slotted home there. And then Germany in the 56th minute, scraping the equaliser from a field goal to number 11. And that's Constantine Stab. 3-all, off to the shootout and uh, what an interesting shootout was. All five of the starting shots from the shootout, not sure what we call them, uh, scored. So we went to the sudden death. Uh, Nicholas Wellen from Germany managed to slot his home past Thomas Santiago, and it was left to uh, Matthias Ray to get past Tobias Walter. Unfortunately for the Argentinians, he couldn't do it, and Germany took the bonus point in that game. After the 3 all draw, 6-5 in the shootout. Then uh, we uh, got to the last game for this particular round. Don't worry, it's all heating up very soon, folks. And uh, it was China versus Belgium. It was played at Wujin Hockey Stadium. So the Chinese, the home team there, got underway at 4pm on the 25th. And, uh, well, once again, we had a, a game that... Um, one team probably felt they were they were in the box seat for them, just had it pinched off them at the end, and a 3 all draw was a final result after China opened in magnificent fashion with a penalty corner goal in the second minute to number 19, that's Zhu Zhang, and she managed to score there just two minutes into the game, followed up by her teammate number 11, uh, Mi Yu Liang, in the third minute with a field goal, so that led the, the Chinese into... Uh, quarter time leading 2-0 a lead they maintained throughout the second quarter uh, to finish a half time 2-0 up. Belgium though came out uh, just three minutes after the half time break and scored a f- penalty corner through number 8. It was Emma Puvrez and uh, then China though hit back in the 40th minute they uh, maintained that two goal barrier thanks to a field goal from number 12. It's Ki Guo uh, so they led 3-1 at three-quarter time, thinking that perhaps uh, if they kept the momentum going, they were in for another win in this Pro League. But unfortunately, Belgium got on their skates in the 51st minute. It was number 14, uh, Emily Sinier, who scored from the field. And then in the 53rd minute, goals seemed to come in batches here, uh, number 17 for Belgium and that is michelle strike she managed to slot home a penalty corner and the score remained 3 all at full time which led us to the shootout and once again uh the shootout went through all of the uh the original 5 shots that you get or shoots uh what both teams missing one so it was locked at 4 all before we entered the southern deaths and it was um up to alex gernier from belgium to slot home the winner there after Mi Yu Liang had missed her shot, well kept out by Ainsley Dugahug and um, fantastic game actually I, I quite enjoyed that game I couldn't see as much over the week as, as I wanted to but I certainly got a hold of that one and um, interesting team both of those up and coming in different ways it might be said and Um, I'm sure perhaps not this year Although I do think Belgium may very well get to the finals uh, Next year I'm expecting big things from both of those teams And perhaps uh, shake up a couple of the sides That are at the top of the tables there And uh, why don't we take a look at the tables Well first of all let's get to the goal scorers First to the men Nothing much has changed there at the moment. Palkamata still sits on top with eight goals, seven from the field. Uh, Macios Casella, he's scored six goals, even spread there, two, two and two across the field, penalty corners and penalty strokes. And then Phil Roper uh, is tied in third place with Sam Ward, both from Great Britain, both on six goals. Phil has five from the field. Sam has two field goals and four penalty corners. Um, oh, Usually I do the percentages. I haven't even got around to that this week. Um, 182 goals scored across the 34 games. 126 of them scored from the field. So that's going to still be quite a healthy around that 70% mark, you'd think. Not much has changed with the ladies' goal scorers either. Mary, Olivia Mary is uh, still out there on top with eight goals, five from the field, two penalty corners and a stroke. Savannah Fitzpatrick is still in second place with six field goals. And Frederick Matler from the Netherlands on five goals, three from the field, a stroke and a penalty corner. Of course, they'll all have chances uh, to increase those totals in the month of June. We'll talk about that very shortly. The upcoming fixtures, plenty of games happening. Before we head into uh, that June bracket of games, where do we stand? Well, for the men, Belgium are on top. They're sitting on 83.3% from only six games played. Australia haven't played for a while. They've played nine games, but they're still on 81%. Netherlands are in third place after a slow start, it must be said. Uh, They've played seven games. Uh, They're sitting on 57%. Great Britain is on 54%, having won four of their eight games. Then Argentina who played 11 games, which is working against them at the moment, for 51.5%. Germany, 41.7%. Eight games played, only two wins, which may very well cost them as we come down to a fight for that final place in the four. Spain, pretty much out of it, 33%, with 10 played and no wins, and New Zealand have played nine games. Haven't scored too many points either, just uh, the two shootout losses for 7.4%. For the women, it's the Netherlands sitting on top. They've played eight games. They're on 87.5%. Argentina, 14 games played. However, they do have a really healthy percentage at 833 I, I would imagine they're going to finish, uh, if not top two, certainly in third position. Australia have played 11 games, which will is potentially going to hurt them, but they have a fairly healthy percentage of 63.6%. Uh, pick up the odd win in Europe during June and the, the girls will very much cement their spot there. Then Belgium, who'd probably be hurting about not picking up the full three points from their game against China. However, they did pick up uh, the bonus and the shootout, uh, the draw point. So from there, eight games, they're going at 62%. Once again, still a fairly healthy percentage in respect to the rest of the competition. Then Germany in fifth place. They've played nine games They're on 51.9%. Great Britain are in sixth place, uh, 10 games, 36.7%. It's slipping a little bit from Great Britain with just the two wins. New Zealand, 11 games played, 36.4%. Then China, who's played 14 games, They've had three wins and are on 26.2%. And the United States, who did manage their a one win last week, uh, they've played 13 games on 17.9%. You are listening to Totally Pro League, uh, the only hockey podcast coming out this week with a health warning. Short and sharp, won't be terribly much longer, folks, as... Uh, yeah, it's been all over the shop this week. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back. I think I've got a very special guest on next week, so fingers crossed. I'll be able to actually talk to them. Now, last week, uh, you may remember, Ashley Morrison and myself were having a little bit of a chat about how the Pro League works with percentages and points. and um, And I was under the impression that points at the end of the day was what's going to count in ranking teams and Ashley didn't think it was he thought it was percentage and we had different views because neither of us had done our research properly we did chat about this months ago on the uh, the reverse stick uh, I forgot completely all about that of course Ashley has uh, come back to me and informed me of exactly how it works and it's percentage that will govern the final standings of all teams, that's the number one criterion so higher percentage will be the higher place if um, percentages is the same it will then comes down to the number of games won Uh, if that's equal goal difference of goals in normal time Uh, if that's all equal then the number of goals scored four Um, and if after all of that they're all level it will be taken on the aggregate of results between those two teams that are drawn together on the same number of points hopefully there won't be three teams you know, that would be, be unlikely um if it's still level after all of that it will come down to the number of field goals scored so points will be totally irrelevant and have nothing to do with it whatsoever so i don't know but i suppose they are relevant because the percentage is calculated on points but um Points scored from the amount of points available. It's very confusing, really. It should be a little bit simpler for mine, but it's what it is. That's how it works. I was wrong. In fact, I think I got carried away at the time because I thought percentage is not going to make any difference when you score enough points. And um, like all competitions, everything is fixed by winning. <laughs> Just about to wind up, folks, because obviously this is uh, proving to be quite a difficult episode to get through. Um, and uh, I probably shouldn't be talking at all. Folks, so I've been told not to, so uh, I'm going to. Let's have a look at the games coming up. Um, June is just around the corner. I'm recording this on the Thursday, the 30th, uh, it reasonably late, well, early in the evening. Um, and we've got some games coming up tonight. It's Belgium at home taking on Great Britain, 8:30 uh, sorry 1:30 PM for the uh, the men and 3:30 PM for the women. Those games will be played the local times there, so good time slot for me to be watching. Then we get to June, or as I like to call it, the Beatles 1964 portrait. And, uh, what a month. I think there's 40 games across 23 days between the, uh, the last round games on the 23rd. There's a three day break before the semi-finals get underway in Amsterdam on Thursday, the 27th. Netherlands will be playing on that Sunday, as will Great Britain, New Zealand, Belgium, uh, Argentina, Australia. Um, so there's not very much of a break between being in the action and getting to the finals. Uh, The the men's semi-finals will be on the 28th. Uh, The the way the finals work is uh, the early game is 1 versus 4. The late game is 2 versus 3 in the standings. The final for the women will be played on the 29th, Saturday the 29th, um, at 2pm for the third and fourth place games, at 4pm for the big grand final match. That's for the women. The men's will be played on the 30th, Sunday the 30th, uh, 2 p.m. So that's uh, 2 p.m. Yes, for the uh, uh, the three versus four game, and then the grand final will be played at uh, 4 p.m. local time there in Amsterdam. But uh, looking at the games ahead, as I mentioned, there's uh, Belgium taking on Great Britain this evening, then on Saturday uh, two women's games: Netherlands versus Germany. Uh, that's getting underway, and according to my sheet, but I'm being told mine's wrong. Uh, it's at 6pm local time in the Netherlands and then the US take on New Zealand at Spooky Nuke and that game's getting underway at 7pm local time. Uh, then on to the Sunday games and it's Belgium. Versus, uh, great, well, versus Germany. That's the men's game. That's getting underway at 1.30pm. Then Belgium takes on Germany in the women's side of things at 3.30pm. China's taking on Australia at home, up in Wujin. That game gets underway, uh, local time in China at, uh, four o'clock, which is good for us. And then, uh, Netherlands take on Great Britain. And that game getting, then the men's side of things, that getting underway at 4pm local time there in the Netherlands. So uh, some big games coming up this weekend. And then there's another game, couple of games coming up on Tuesday. The Netherlands are taking on New Zealand, both the men and women. Uh, the women will kick things off at 5.30pm, and then the men are underway at 8pm. That's Tuesday, local time there in the Netherlands. So. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games over the next uh, six or seven days to sink our teeth into in regards to the pro league, and uh, games really now will start to define exactly how this inaugural season of the pro league turns out. Uh, look, get onto your hockey. Let's have a listen to the TRS, have a listen to Push Pass pundits, listen to not the Footy Show, listen to the Hockey Families podcast, listen to Tyron's. Uh, South African Hockey Podcast, a couple of coaching podcasts, Andrew Wilson, and um, off off the top of my head now, I can't remember. Look, there's lots out there. Look for them. Listen to them. Engage with the game and enjoy it. Love it. Well, that's about it from me for this week. Uh, we'll be back with, uh, hopefully, a couple of special guests, at least one, next week, and plenty of hockey action. There's plenty coming up in June don't expect to get much sleep if you're southern hemisphere and if you're northern hemisphere enjoy the beers while you're watching see ya